You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial or internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in the mix to bring folks the best of what we call 21st century black radio for the masses, a mix of old and new school music from the black diaspora, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. You got myself, DJ Fusion, on the side. You got my bro, John Judah. What's going on there, Judah? Yes, indeedy. We are wide world. It's the return of Joey Kundalini. Donnie Dogon back in the house. Glad to see me. Of course, me and Fusey. With the Fusebox radio experience. Love everybody who's listening in. And we're glad that you tuned in. A little bit of stories. Not much friction, but we glad you're listening. What's the deal, Fusion? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Glad to be in the mix, as always, for another week. Again, to 98 folks have been rocking and... Still glad to be rocking right now, and um, luckily here in our corner of the states, the weather hasn't been too bad. Definitely prayer to all my people around the um, mid um, Middle America right now, like Midwest regions and the South, all the tornadoes and crazy storms and stuff going on. Um, no doubt. You know whether people were directly affected or not. I had family members or friends affected. Um, just the news coverage from um, I think that Joplin. Um, was that, is that in Missouri? Or Mississippi? Yeah, uh, uh, Missouri, yeah. I think Missouri. Um, from Joplin, Missouri, and um, other places. You know, that's some real crazy devastation that's happening over there. So, definitely oh. keeping those folks in um, our thoughts and prayers. Um, yeah. I'm happy to be able to rock another show. June and our summer season is right around the corner. And, yeah, just got a lot of stuff lined up for that period of time. So, definitely... Stay tuned. Plus, our Fusebox Radio side project is in good motion. People will be hearing more about that later on. And we can't leak the details yet. Just getting some extra um, technicalities taken care of. But it's going to be awesome, and I hope everybody digs it and likes it. So, yeah. In the meantime, before we get into our three-hour um, mix of musical goodies and um, news commentary section from our peoples over at Black Agenda Report, the Black University Radio Network, we're from Direct Effects and um, Free Press's Media Minutes. Um, let's do um, a little bit of our own uh, promo spiel in the commentary. You can always check out what's going on for Fusebox Radio broadcast at our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. You can also go to our official blog, BlackRadioIsBack.com. On that site, you can also get to our um, broadcast partners, which we deeply appreciate, our net radio folks, our low-power FM radio folks, um, college radio uh, websites and all them good people. We deeply appreciate them for spreading the Fusebox Radio vibe to more and more ears. And you can go to iTunes, Zoom, um, TuneIn Radio, Flycast FM, and other music RSS feeders. Um, type in Fusebox Radio, and you can just get our show on demand each week. So you can download oh, no. it to the MP3 player and get your jams and stuff on then. And um, let All me right. see here. What else? Oh, and if you on on the social network, whether it's Facebook, um, Twitter, if people still really use MySpace like that, 
um, YouTube, Vimeo, what have you. Um, everything ends with Fusebox Radio, so Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. So feel free to follow and interact and all of that good stuff. And of course, shout out to our folks over at Oh Hell No Blog and Planet Ill for the writing segments that people do over there. Um, oh Hell No Blog with New Music Tuesday. Mixtape Monday's been on a bit of a hiatus because, quite frankly, mixtapes haven't really been that hot recently. When that gets to pumping some more, um, we'll make it happen. But um, feel free to email me if you feel you got a hot mixtape and all that through the Fusebox Radio Online website. And um, Planet Ill, we got Indecent Exposure hyping up independent music artists from all over the world in all different types of genres. And um, yeah, that is the deal. And um, yeah, Judah and I are going to be running around all over the place this summer and fall, so we'll be announcing what's going on and whether we're attending events. Indeedy. So whether we're attending events, DJing, uh, speaking, whatever have you, um, yeah, a lot's going to be going on. And as I said, with this new project, Judah and I both been traveling a lot lately. So, um, yeah, but we're around your way. Hopefully, folks will get a chance to, you know, build and holler and all that good stuff. And see what is up and all of that. Indeedy, indeedy. Um, For all of my um, people who are soldiers, whether it's with um, the official military or in the streets or whatever have you um this week um, for the radio show with memorial day weekend so differently right. respects this memorial day weekend to all y'all political soldiers um soldiers for civil rights um whatever have you right. this is a soldier to me it's very um wide-ranging no doubt you know soldiers who try to fight for a little bit of intellectualism intellectualism when they want to have the masses be stupid all them people no doubt um, need to get propped. No, no. And I know some people might be like, well, why are you giving prop to people who've been in the U.S. military? Well, quite frankly, with black America, especially old school black America, from my parents' generation on back, you know, that was where right. people could progress and make stuff happen. And, no, you know, no. travel and migrate and things like that. I've had relatives, um, still have some relatives actually, who um, served or have served in all the branches. So, no, no. you know, I. Can't I not, I don't like the system itself as a big whole, but I can't deny the impact that's had on Black Americans from past to present. No doubt, and it definitely had a, um, a strengthening effect on human men in general, particularly on Black men um, who maybe were of a progressive persuasion when they left. No but doubt, they had been been strengthened by you know. One of the more strong institutions that there is, you know. Ah, no doubt, no doubt. So big up to all my soldiers this upcoming Memorial Day weekend, 2011, and um, all of that good stuff. And um, yeah, let's get um, right into the commentary. Be a little scattershot with stuff um, today. Um, as of this broadcast day, it's Miles Davis's birthday, jazz music legend, music right. legend in general here in the States and beyond, so happy born no. day to him. No um, doubt about that. That was definitely a, a jazz great that is still here working through his music. No doubt. Very, very much true. Um, his autobiography is all, is crazy. Gives you a lot of insight from the early jazz period to the time frame he was doing the jazz fusion, all the other stuff in the 80s and what. He ended his career doing hip hop 
mixed with jazz. Yes. And he, and he started it coming in the big band era. You know, so that's like, that's like, you know, that's like the, the rising and the setting of the sun, the beginning and then the ending almost. So Miles saw basically it all. Yeah, he, he dealt with directly a lot of the um, different changes in the music landscape in general, much like the black music landscape. So, you know, definitely check some of his stuff out. YouTube has a ton of videos of him playing live. Some from the big band era, which is pretty awesome, that I was checking out on earlier today. When he was working with folks like Cannonball, Adderley, and Coltrane, and a whole bunch of other folks. So, um, no doubt. An interesting biz. That's one thing I do love about the technological age. Where it definitely is a double-edged sword sometimes, but when you go on like YouTube and stuff like that, you see that people just upload all these little videos and snippets and stuff. Mm-hmm. It still keeps the ties together. Yeah. That might not necessarily get hyped up someplace else. You just find little gems. Um, like I put stuff on the, our Facebook page. Um, this joint where I met with Miles Davis during the big band joint, black and white joint back in the day. She looking mad young and fresh faced. I think most people see the Miles Davis pictures of him in his later years. So you just did like, wow, this dude was around for a while making stuff happen. It ended his career doing hip-hop. I mean, you know, Herbie Hancock, you know, was the first to, you know, was was was, was one early bold jazz artist that, that got on board with hip-hop. But Miles, and they both played with one another at one time. Uh, I think he's part of Miles Davis, uh, one of the early Miles Davis's band, Herbie Hancock. But uh, he ended with hip-hop. I mean, you gotta love him. You gotta love him. You know, it wasn't too condescending and wasn't, you know, too, you know, whatever, whatever toward hip hop and was able to bond and, 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 and do good stuff with him. Nah, no doubt, no doubt. Definitely gotta agree with that and give props on that level. And um, let me see what angle do I want to attack. What's really on point in general this week? Uh, well, first off, let's talk about the um, media landscape because this has just been saturating the mainstream news pretty much all over the place. Um, after 25 years, the Oprah Winfrey show um, has officially gone off the air on broadcast TV. Um, my opinion on Oprah Winfrey is mixed. I think nobody can deny the business impact she had. I mean, if you wrote, like, a two-page pamphlet of Oprah hyped up on her show, everybody was buying your damn pamphlet. Or whatever have you. Um, people got um, platforms and became stars coming through there. Some stars got their careers hyped up through there. Um, some very good um, charities and people who were doing stuff all over the world for other people got hyped up on that. Right. And I can't say that that's not appreciated. Especially during a broadcast time where you weren't seeing no black people. Too tough oh, on them. You were seeing a soap opera. Much less a black person who was actually in charge of their own joint. Which again, oh, gained, you know, that much power. Where it was like, okay, yo, that, that got that Oprah co-sign. So, you know, Middle America was going to be running for something. Because it had oh, Oprah co-sign. So... As a person who digs and studies media, she she did has she did some banging business and she held down a spot longer than a lot of people do on TV. So I can understand a lot of the fanfare. My issue with Oprah 
on a few levels was as big as her platform was, I don't think she used it to the point that she could have. Granted, I don't know who she answered to because, I mean, she... From what I read this week, which was I thought was interesting, I think she's supposed to be the only black woman billionaire on the Forbes list. Really? Right now, yeah. I mean, she she's making some serious bank. So, to me, part like part of my conspiracy side is like, well, who the hell is she answering to? She's getting billions of dollars. Word. That that that's a lot of you know leverage on somebody. I don't know what the woman is like in the real world. She might be doing some stuff quietly on the low that we don't know about. But I think one thing that bugged me was with her platform, you know, she didn't push hip hop until Jay Z. In terms of a get to actually just straight up hip hop. And, you know, that particular show has a whole other group of issues for me, but I'm not going to get particularly into that. Um, beforehand, you know, she was kind of, you know, give, giving hip hop and the hip hop generation kind of finger. And I'm not saying that nobody needed Oprah to co-sign hip-hop. Not at all, actually. I know that a generational thing and whatever else. And quite frankly, it's her show. She can do what she wants. But I thought that was always kind of a weird situation. You never had anybody too extreme expressing their political opinions on her show. Which I thought was bugged. Then you had, you know, sometimes as much as you had power pushing certain product, you know, some, some crap got pushed on the public. From like you know the secret book to that um, dude who wrote the um, who got his joint plagiarized that um, James Frey cat and other stuff where I'm like you know some of your vetting needs to be done a little bit or what have you like Oprah was impactful I think time will tell what type of impact it's going to be especially because now she's moving on to her own literally OWN network. I'm curious to see how the programming with that's going to develop and how things are going to go with that. Like, I don't expect Oprah to, you know, to get all Angela Davis on us and do whatever else. But, I don't know. I think when you have power, you got to use it the best way possible. And part of me doesn't think that that happened. I don't know. That That's just me. Any, any thoughts on that there, Judah? No, I think you covered it very well. I don't know. Like I think, like a part of her stuff is part of neutralization of black people in media, almost to a degree. Like we had to make sure that you're we're ultra comfortable with you. So you know, a lot of stuff that maybe shows multiple facets of a person weren't able to get shown. And I'm not saying I don't understand it, but I just know that's something that kind of personally irritated me. But you know, I wish people all the best, and I hope that you know they can use that platform. Um, bigger and stronger than ever to make stuff happen and you know that's that's just how I see it you know what I mean so that's what we got there um let's see here not too much to say on this one um Michael Steele is gonna be on TV um he used to be Republican Lieutenant Governor of Maryland people you know saw him get punked up by Rush Limbaugh when he was temporarily the head of the RNC for a few years and all of that good stuff. Um, speaking of neutral Negroes, I'm tired of that. These would be the only people they can put onto a news news thing. It's like you can have no more than five black dudes in rotation on TV who's supposed to represent some kind of some kind of side of black people. <laughs> like you got like Juan Williams and Michael Steele supposed to represent the quote unquote right wing Republican guys, even though those guys are pretty much more or less pawns. 
and what have you. And, you know, then you got, like, what? Al Sharpton, Mike Dyson, um, Cornell West, and Corny Tavis Smiley. Both of represent the other side, like, there's no other black opinions that, that can't exist. And, and that just annoys the hell out of me. I'm bringing that particular point and stuff up here. Um, um, Patriot app. As of this broadcast, they're supposed to be revoting on extending the Patriot app. There's a few people who are trying to, to block these extensions. We don't know how that's going to go. But I look at it like this. To me, the Patriot Act is almost in itself a particular act of repression and terrorism. Because who's going to define what that, that's going to be? We can say that, well, it's for these guys and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, how far can we go when, when the wrong person is in charge? That can go a whole other direction. That can go easily fastest, as far as I'm concerned. And when you see some of these states where, you know, people are kind of getting into weird directions right now, like the Wisconsin's and the Arizona's and stuff like that. I don't want those cats in charge of some some crap with the Patriot Act. No doubt. Cause when you get people defining what is a patriot <laughs> and it usually gonna be like a patriot to somebody who's like me but not like you. That that can get real dangerous, so you know, I'm probably hoping it gets hope it's not gonna get extended, it probably is. But you know. We'll see what's up. It just shows us I'm bin Laden getting killed ain't mean a damn thing in regards to rules like that. Oh, weird, weird story um, on the next day via the NY Daily News. Um, there is a book out where people are pulling out documents and stuff um, from the time frame that Hitler and the Nazi Party were in Germany. They're talking about scientific experiments. They said um, one experiment was that Germany had numerous animal psychologists who believed dogs were nearly as intelligent as humans and capable of abstract thinking and communication. And one thing they were trying to do was to get these things to do everything from from talk to read. So, you know, I don't know what the hell that means. You know, was this part of Hitler and them being nuts? Probably. Was it part of some occult stuff? Maybe. Yeah. And, uh, uh, this is in the NY Daily News again, so you know this is it had me tripping on the conspiracy side. Nah, no, uh, definitely. Yeah, I think it's it's in the movie in the movie Hellboy, they kind of. Hello. Yes, 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 yes. In the movie, sorry about that, Jake. In the movie Hellboy, they kind of briefly. Um, talk about the occult aspect of um, of Nazi Germany. So that kind of is kind of what that is kind of related to. They definitely believe in, like ancient Africans, the uh, unseen world or or, or, or or other dimensions where other entities other entities work. And in some ways, through rituals, like certain organizations do rituals and ceremonies, that's to like raise people's um, almost um, spirit so to speak, but almost in some situations they do them to like, so a spirit can get into you. And um, that's kind of what, you know, that Nazi thing, I think they wanted to connect the, uh, or what they, 
the spirit world, with this world, with the entity, with the demons more or less that they were consulting with. That the Nazis were involved, more than likely there was negative. No doubt, no doubt. Um, let me see about two more things I think I'm gonna bring up, then we'll get right into the music and the tunes. Um, some of that interesting that happened this week that got next to no mainstream news coverage, at least here in the States, was in conjunction with um, the G8 conference that was happening. There was a conference called EG8, which brought the world of influential technology leaders together for a week to talk about the future of technology. Um, it was hosted by um, French President Mike Nicholas Sarkozy. Um, Nicholas Sarkozy. It was supposed to establish dialogue between different governments and tech luminaries. And one of the things I'm like, you know, the internet is such an important part of people's basic lives right now. In terms of finding different information and opinions and putting out different information and opinions. To have a meeting like this be kind of on some secret side. And you have some governments who are just there like, this This needs to be reined in. Like Sarkozy said that it needs to be reined in. In terms of how the government um, is spread. Like the direct quote, the internet is a new frontier, a territory to conquer. So this is the new, like we got e-colonialism now jumping off. Like, you want to slice up different parts of this because maybe something that even, you know, got invented indirectly by the government just went someplace else. Uh-huh. And it's not as easily um, controlled. And that to me is very interesting. Now, there are enough people who are there who counterbalance that particular viewpoint. Um, for example, you had the executive chairman of Google, um, Eric Smith, talking about technology is going to move faster than government, so don't legislate anything before you understand the consequences of no that doubt. in regards to a response to um, Sarkozy. No doubt. And just other various things, like do a search for EG8 on the web. Um, the site Mashable.com has a very good infographic where it highlights some of the biggest um, quotes that happened and other various things. And also uh, some other tech sites have info on it. But that, that's something that people need to be on the lookout for, that there's, you know, it's kind of a semi-secret thing happening. No, no. And, you know, like I said, this, this tech thing is important, man. So we, we got to be on our toes. For real. No, no. And lastly, a very inner, well, actually one more extra thing besides what I'm talking about now. Um, the United States Supreme Court made a very interesting ruling this week. The justices in the ruling 5-4 um, to four told California that they need to cut their prison population. That the conditions in California's overcrowded prisons are so bad they violate the Eighth Amendment's right on cruel and unusual punishment. No doubt. And that's kind of, that's kind of deep right there. And um, the dude, um, um, the justice Anthony Kennedy wrote the um, majority for the majority in the five to four decision, talked about the prison system failed to deliver minimal care to prisoners with serious health and mental health problems and produced needless suffering and death. Now, mind you, we have a prison system here that doesn't really talk about rehabilitation physically or mentally as of late. So for the Supreme Court to find it to be that bad, is it's, it's a very deep thing to me. No doubt. 
Now, I don't know how California is going to necessarily go about that. Um, Supreme Court ordered the state to reduce its prison population by 30,000 inmates. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, I, it would be nice, but maybe some of these cats actually get the Lindsay Lohan treatment who have drug issues actually get rehab instead of being put in the cell. Or they do minor crime and they don't got to be in prison working for like cents on the dollar for, you know, some company or government. But, um, yeah, well, we'll see what's up. We will um, definitely see um, what's going on. But, yeah, that's that was a very, very interesting ruling that um, went down. And uh, we'll see what's going on from there. Lastly, we're doing the radio show because the rapture that Harold Camping predicted did not happen. Um, ah, man, look, I look at stuff like this. I'm not mad at people with what they spiritually believe or whatever else. So this is not making fun of any of that, that type of thing with what I'm going to say by any way, shape, or form. I'm just wondering why this dude had the biggest PR blitz in the world. Got a ton of money from his followers. Like millions of dollars, just about. From you believe a post-up sign or just say stuff or whatever, just directly to... Is his quote-unquote church. And he had some people literally waiting outside for the world to end, spending all their money, doing all over type of stuff, and, and nothing happened this past Saturday. Things like that make me mad. Since for one, I'm like, why'd you have to run people's pockets if the world was going in? If the world's going in, it don't matter if you have money or not. Secondly, you know, stuff like that to me, I think messes with people's sense of spirituality in the first place, and I find that to be very insulting. Like, in other words, if somebody might have been open to it, I mean, I know there's agnostics and atheists and all those types of people, but if somebody was open to, to a belief system, and whether they have a hard time or not, they really are into it, and they got to deal with some charlatan cat who's, you know, talking all this yang, but they taking your money, though. I don't know why they needed your money when the world was going in, and everybody was no raptured up. You know what I'm saying? That, that sounds a little messed up to me. I'm no biblical scholar, but I know that don't make no damn sense. From my understanding. Well, yeah, and I think that's basically it. You know what I'm saying? From my understanding of what the scripture says, um, uh, man knows not the time or the hour of Christ's return, and that's out of more or less, you know, the NIV, the RSV, or the King James. So I don't know where he got that from. And, you know, that was more or less probably like a Y2K thing, scare people so they can spend their money. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to it being really anything else. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, that, that was just kind of fucked up. Because it seemed like all of a sudden to me, people were talking about, well, this is when this dude predicted the rapture. And then I'm on Twitter that Saturday, which is funny because you had people all over the world, shout out to all of our international followers on Twitter and stuff, who were like, yeah, I'm in New Zealand. I'm the world ain't in. It ain't no earthquake. Europe, really, and they ain't no earthquake. Six came around here. I'm like, I'm on the red line. They ain't no earthquake. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, is what it is. But yeah, I wanted to give also a shout out to um to I guess BB uh, Kings and everybody who was involved with the Melly uh, Mel birthday party that I attended in in Y a couple weeks back. I forgot to speak about it last week, and um you know they had a, a roots perform. Um, Grandmaster Cass, uh, Force Ds, um, uh, Mixmaster G, Jazzy J, um, and assorted other people who were there. 
And uh, it was it was definitely a good vibe there. And you know, um, you know, big up to Melly Mel for you know dropping the jewels and you know being there, and bringing the emotion and and the entertainment. And that was a good thing. I just want to give you know shout out to that. Big up Uptown Harlem, Bronx, right? All right, all right, no doubt. Yeah, I, when I saw the lineup before you had left, I was like, damn, it looks like it's going to be a good I'm kind That's what's good, so. Yeah, man, it's about time to get into the Fuse Box radio broadcast. DJ Fusion, John Judah, Rockin' Out since 98, bringing you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio. Old and new school music from the Black Diaspora, along with news, commentary, and interviews. Balance Black Radio that you don't get on mainstream. Airwaves and all that, alright? This is the Fuse Box, DJ Fusion, John Judah. Peace.
And they were telling me that when you walk around in South Africa, you got to carry this little black book with you that tells everybody what you're supposed to be in a given area or not. Damn, that's a thousand of my life. I got to do that when I go to Philly.
What's the deal? It's MC Light. You're checking out the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip hop and R&B from all over. DJ Fuse. So fast, cause I paid my dues in my past. Been broke so long, forgot what bread felt like. Now I'm giving haters a glimpse of what hell like these on my belt. Checks on my feet, I dream about money, get checks in my sleep. Text from a chick ain't seen in three years. Funny, all of a sudden she chose to reappear. I get out the way though, just a kid. I got play though. Put some money on your head like a halo. Yeah, it's a good shit. What do they know? Future million dollar man, where the main know? Till I'm on this on and popping. I'm getting on, y'all know, for jockin', I'm club hopping. A whole for shopping. Y'all money short like shorts for stocks. And y'all caught and I hit and walk out. If I say it's over, there's nothing to talk out. Ain't about money, there's nothing to talk about. And I'm real fans till it's get knocked out. Yeah, I hit the bone, now I'm nearly gone. On Patron, getting right till I'm nearly wrong. Got a show every night, so I'm barely home. But when I'm back, yeah, I know it's on. Word. Right now, so doesn't every DJ Marley Mar? You're on the fuse box. You know how we get down.
now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. listening to the fuse box bringing the best of hip-hop and soul music news and commentary from all over listen up <laughs> we got the legendary east swift on the board you got the castle we got the substance abuse over here chilling out man we gotta do it like this and all i'm saying to y'all there's one thing don't get me wrong, Katas, Sport, Louis Vuitton Can't drink me, can't sniff me, can't smoke me out of bone I'm hoping y'all be covering with me all night long By the time I get busy, turn rice to warm Winners, no 
losers, we substance abusers. Just a new club scene, block me back to the future. Let's go, SO, let's go, subs. Let's go, DJs, let's go, clubs. Let's go, Swift. Everybody percolate, circulate, we go. I know I'm worth my way to go. I'm cold, in case you might have missed it. Don't get us wrong and don't get it twisted. Don't get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody, not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? Don't get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody, not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? The sun always shines, even when you don't see it. A lot of heavy things on my mind, but I don't leak it. Work every day, no such thing is a weekend. I'm always in it for the top and won't stop peeking. We love to have a good time, always moving forward, even when we rewind, get straight, realign. When we ate, we dine, filets and drinking wine. Out the World Cup, pour it up, get past the tash. Lift it up, kick a fresh rap out the stash. All I do is spit open bars and spots with long wells and space to throw darts. Esso Tash is up, it's in the place to show heart. So why don't you play a part? Come get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody. Not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? Come get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody. Not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? Must have been another sound, cause you cats won't buck. I guess they call us underground, cause our raps don't suck. Guess we'll trade and subs, burnouts before we blew up. Now the whole world seems concerned about the who, what, when, where, and how the f y'all get a deal. You can't refuse to front, still be calling it real. That's taboo, like the dude from Black Eyed B. No avenue or cash or food for cats like me. But wait, you gotta guess that some suckers that hate that just a Fact of life, it's not up for debate. So why you claim to get love from thugs? I'm chillin' with the dime subs. I'm said it, I guess it's all us. Don't get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody. Not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? Don't get us wrong. Of course we like to party, cause the purpose of the song ain't trying to hurt nobody. Not expecting you to take this crap they gave you. Why the fools try to hate when your tracks have flavor? listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. There is a popular myth which explains President Barack Obama's reluctance to stand up to Pentagon militarists, to Wall Street bankers, and to corporate greed heads. This myth excuses the president for ignoring massive black unemployment and for not providing his promised path to citizenship for the undocumented as well as for not using presidential authority to halt the foreclosure epidemic or to curb the hyper-incarceration of black and brown youth. The myth, of course, is that President Barack Obama really does want to do all these things and more, but if they haven't happened yet, it's because we the people have abandoned our responsibility to somehow make him do it. The myth stems from the apocryphal story of a meeting between African-American labor leader A. Philip Randolph and President Franklin Roosevelt back in the 1940s. Randolph laid out black America's list of demands for economic and social justice. In response, Roosevelt said he wanted to do all of it, but that Randolph and the movement of that time would still have to make him do those things. 
applied to the Obama presidency, however, make me do it, is a popular myth. It's popular because the president and his lackeys repeat it endlessly. It's a myth because it's not true. Longtime activist Harry Belafonte, who played a key role in the freedom movement of the 50s and 60s, exploded the myth in a Democracy Now! interview broadcast on May 16th. Belafonte was asked by host Amy Goodman whether he'd used his occasional public access to directly share some of his many critical and valuable public policy insights with the White House. Belafonte replied that his only access to the president had been for a few seconds at a time, not long enough for any substantive discussion. But, he said, at one such event, President Obama approached him to inquire when Belafonte and Cornell West were going to, quote, cut me some slack. What makes you think we haven't, Belafonte replied to the president. At this point, the brief encounter was over. Let's pause to think about that. When President Obama cusses out Cornell West and personally demands that historic stalwarts of the movement for peace and justice cut him some slack on black unemployment, on foreclosures and the prison state, on torture in the military budget, on unjust wars and corporate welfare, on fulfilling the just demands of those who elected him, our first black president is revealing his real self. Far from saying, make me do it, President Obama is saying, how dare you pressure me to do what you elected me to do. Harry Belafonte has done a great public service in helping us distinguish the imaginary Barack Obama of make me do it from the real Barack Obama who demands our support but expects us to cut him some slack. Rather than agitating and organizing in our communities to make him do it, all the real President Barack Obama wants of movement activists is for us to sit down and shut up until it's time to help chase everybody out to vote for him again in 2012. By then, there will be fewer chasers and somewhat less chasing than in 2008. But this will be something that President Obama made us do, not the other way around. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. I think I finally have something worth saying, you know. You gotta grow. Yeah. It's hard to see, man. Yeah. The hottest DJ Fusion. Why? I'm from a city where you didn't really rap well. 
hustle hard, don't really get to act well. I mean, he act well. You a fool if you think he fool with you, cause he say he cool with you, hell. I observe from afar, getting massaged by a girl in a pair of drawers and a matching bra. She tell me don't get involved, they deliberate, ignore the ignorance of baby, that'll really piss them off. I'm getting paid like Jay back in the day when he was moving Yay around my way. Then it's St. Murray's, now he moving Yay. My kinfolk down there, still for up flurries, and they pursue the pay. I doubt the level cross over to the rap game, so they rooting for me, yelling, cuz get a plaque, man. Done, and I don't even want the rap fame. It's a byproduct when I always give a track flame. Cause I'm from PG, I rep DMV, I step easily. Know who's saying me? None, you got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'm a solve and sing along. Yeah, cause I'm from PG, I rep DMV, I step easily. Know who's saying me? None, you got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'm a solve and sing along. Look, I'm so independent, I do my own thing. I'm not a concept, I'm my own dream. I'm not a record label's idea of what the fuck I'm supposed to be, a mere. I'm here cause I wanna be, you front on me, cool. I run my own team, now I don't wanna be cruel. So go ahead and follow, I'm here to fill the void. It's used to give it a noise like they foreheads holler. Brainless, steady getting rusty, stainless, gotta be. Taking shots at me, continue to be aimless. Must be something in the car for me to get ahead, to quit and get a job. Instead of getting bread like a pigeon in a pot, it's getting fed. My bums against I learn from their mistakes but misled them. I see the fakes all day, they misread them. I see the snakes anyway, cuz I'm from PG. I rep DMV. I step easily. No, who's saying me? None. You got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'm a solver, sing along. Yeah, cause I'm from PG. I rep DMV. I step easily. No, who's saying me? None. You got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'm a solver, sing along. I'm off the deep edge. I keep it real without having to. And I don't have to stay glued to the avenue for street cred. Sad but true, most do. Cause they give a fuck. It's hard to get a buck when it's your job to keep your peeps fed. They interrupt themselves and everybody else to blame all but themselves for why they on the shelf. Up oh, nah, ain't no charity case. So mind you, then we gon' get it and deserve what we make. Yeah, XO, what's up? YU, what's up? Damn D on the cusp. In the phone, what's up? My crew is one up over all of them. Summer hot right now, we the fall of them. What? Say something that differs and I'm stirring at you crazy like you probably fuck with dippers. It's foolproof and did a case study. It's 99.9% that I'ma make money. Cause I'm from PG. I rep DMV. I step easily. No, who's seeing me? None. You got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'ma solve a singing on. Look, cause I'm from PG. I rep DMV. I step easily. And who's seeing me? None. You got a problem, bring it on. You know that I'ma solve a singing on. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph Real, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. You're now yeah. listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. I'm glad this week is over, I need to get away, go home and throw my clothes on, come get you right away, can't wait to see you looking lovely, I hope you're thinking of me, cause all I want is time with you, and don't need nothing more, so, so love you, 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 so love
About your whip game, I'll outcook you. BS degree from Morehouse, I graduated school. No equipment expensive, but it's used to food. Selling to your people, that's the way they planned it. Love that trap music, but the trapping can't stand it. Call me Big Brother, howdy KKK. It don't matter, they don't pay attention anyway. All they gotta do is watch the news. But what do we do? We play video games. But this ain't virtual, this reality. Who gon' be the new star? Stop brutality. Was in prison, then school, that's not fallacy. Go and call it casualty, cause there ain't no condom. Used to preach after this, now that's just so humdrum. Let the angels hum some. Hope it sucks on in some. Let it soak on in some. Dion, make the snare hit right here and make it subside the head. That is a lame water fountain now. Water's better. I almost can't stand tap water now. And look where gas is heading. I got a space on my spreadsheet for Starbucks now. And that's just good budgeting. And that's just good budgeting. How else am I gonna get up when Martin said I had a dream? Well, who's gonna wake us up from this nightmare? Ain't no Freddy Cougar there. These stripes and stars used to evil better bars. Wake up, y'all. Don't brush your teeth. Don't wash your face. Go straight to the polls. Cause we don't like long lines. But we'll stand if it's at the DMV ride. Running, run the other way. They wanna see the fight. It shouldn't be just Chess and L. Sharpton. 
There needs to be some younger ones. Step up. KRS, poor righteous teachers. Like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Ex-Clan and public enemy. This is Bentley. I like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Jungle Brothers, they a lot sold. I like to apologize on behalf of the hip hop. African band by the Tupac. I like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. I'd like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Ice Cube, NWA, and Brand Nubians. I'd like to apologize on behalf of hip hop. Tribe Talk Quest. I'd like to step up.
Welcome to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. Media giant Comcast showed a fundamental misunderstanding of free speech last week when it tried to squelch an organization that criticized its political work. But its efforts to stifle a small critic created a bigger problem. Real Girls, a media justice organization based in Seattle, tweeted a message signaling their concern over Comcast's hiring of an FCC commissioner who approved the controversial Comcast-NBC Universal merger just four months ago. The problem with this social media strategy? Comcast funds Real Girls, and the media giant seems to be squelching any hint of anti-Comcast messages, even a tweet from an organization with less than 3,000 followers on Twitter. Comcast promptly killed an $18,000 grant that funds Real Girls' summer filmmaking program for young women. Leela Katayev is a technical director for Real Girls. It really was not a question of, should we not speak out about this issue because of a funder? That did not come up. We felt a right to say things that people needed to hear about these issues, and that it was, in fact, something we needed to do. Katayev said they were worried when they received the email from Comcast, in part for their own financial situation. But more to the point, she said Comcast's reaction underscores the bigger problems with concentrations of power in general and how the company can stifle free speech so easily. It's this type of public debate, the tweet that we put out there, that we feel like is threatened to be squelched by mergers like this and really give these large media corporations the power to decide which opinions will see the light of day. That's not a power we were willing to give up. Within hours of the now infamous tweet and Comcast reaction, allied organizations rallied around Real Girls and the media jumped on the story. Comcast backtracked and said it would reinstate the funding, but Real Girls declined. Instead, groups like Free Press, the Center for Media Justice, and Magnet helped organize a national fund drive, raising over $14,000 from more than 400 donors in just one day. Katayev says the public support has energized the students participating in Real Girls trainings. It's really been a teachable moment, too. You know, we're modeling the importance of speaking out to our students and their being able to see firsthand how free speech and media consolidation issues affect all of us. And those students are speaking about media justice issues in a way that they never have before. I mean, they're excited, they're fired up, and they're ready to do more. For more information, visit realgirls.org. In North Carolina, a new law severely restricts the ability of communities to build their own broadband networks. Pushed through the North Carolina legislature by internet providers Time Warner and CenturyLink, the bill allows existing community networks to continue, but makes it illegal for them to expand into new territory. Brian Bowman is the public affairs manager for the city of Wilson, North Carolina. Wilson has a successful fiber optic network called Greenlight, which now serves 6,000 residents and local businesses. Our current members don't have to worry about losing any services. We'll continue to provide them. However, we've had quite a few folks from outside Wilson County who have asked about possible partnerships with Wilson, just some ways to try to get that infrastructure to them because we're the only ones in this part of the state who have an all-fiber network. That can't happen now, so we're, we're pretty much landlocked within our county. This was the fourth attempt by cable lobbyists to protect their turf by outlawing newer, faster, and cheaper networks. There were a lot of folks calling this the monopoly protection bill because essentially what it's going to do, the effect is going to be that a lot of communities in North Carolina, in fact, most communities in North Carolina, will not have a choice now. They'll be stuck with uh, cable if they get it or DSL if they can get it, and some folks may be stuck with a dial-up and satellite for the foreseeable future. Governor Bev Perdue didn't veto the bill, but made it clear that she wasn't in favor of it. She asked the legislature to revisit the bill to give communities more options. We do know that the cable companies' lobbyists are uh, very close 
uh, to a lot of the lawmakers in Raleigh, and they're not going to stop. I imagine that next year they'll come up with a bill that would try to uh, to go even deeper into local broadband networks in North Carolina. So I, I, I doubt this is over yet. I would be surprised if they'd be willing to give any ground. Joel Kelsey, a policy analyst for Free Press, says that the North Carolina law is at odds with the federal stance on community broadband. A bipartisan coalition of senators introduced federal legislation to protect community broadband efforts a few years ago. And the National Broadband Plan calls for that protection as well. I think it is time for the federal government to revisit this question and come in and protect the communities in North Carolina from this ill-founded and corporate-funded legislation because we know one thing, and that's that the private companies aren't going to go there anytime soon. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Guess who's back? Yeah, yeah, Guess who's back?
Yeah, okay, we live from the capital. I ain't trying to dance and spend a grand on this appetite. DC, let's have a toast. PD, let's have a toast. We try to do the bras. We try to do the most. Check me how I kick it. Can't nobody kick it like this. A chick don't think I'm all that, and that chick is probably fucking. 160 on the bike, yeah. Riding without a license. Got a band full of bras. You can say that I'm precise. Precisely when and without trying. Yeah. Well, you ain't on the road like a low carb diet. Yeah. I'm only five nine, but in my town I'm a giant, smoking yeah. loud all day, y'all. Or just quiet. I'm Wale and I can break you off. She got a rare essence. I'm trying to work the walls. Shout out to D Floyd. Shout out to White Boy. Mickey rolling White Boys floating on the right noise. Wale. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Yeah, Elmatic. Check. Yo, let me start you from the Genesis. Far from where the finish is. No role models, just empty bottles of Guinnesses. Roaches in the ashtray. Tossing, getting fast cash. The ski mask wave from those who never passed class. Born inside of poverty. Probably they stack bread and crackheads. Never looked alive to me. Robberies and liquor stores. Tricks of whores. Reality was sick as yours. So I blow trees stronger than sycamores. Now wait, let me get back to my past. As I rewind mine before I got on the 1999. Mother gave birth to this divine mind. Born with his arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Like a Quran line, no paternity. But as I'm turning three, I learn to be strong. Pops moved along and he never returned to me. Thought I feel anger for an eternity. I bottle my feelings inside where pride is never swallowed. Follow my killers, they ride fried off the endo. Busting off cartridges through your window. Different from the one from my Nintendo. That line should have been my intro. This when I started rapping. Looking up the younger thugs with their heart entrapping. Started capping, fly wheels, thick chicks and high heels. Telling me my skills to sing. I was only eight. Slowly fate took a Turn. I'm where hookers earn money and drugs sell. It ain't hard to tell. Elementary lesson, Jacoby. To graduate, I had to take a semester with homies. Too busy writing, none of my time went into my assignments. Jot a line as my rhyme gets maneuvers like the Hamlet. Used to ditch class for bitch ass. Pitching me a lot short on my vocal pitch. Sound like a switch fast. Younger rebellious, hanging with failures. Who else was the elder? See me sagging, that's where my belt is. That's around the same time my mother is ill. Collecting mental scars, waiting for the others to heal. No one saw the vision, everyone's beyond blind. Can't think about finding the meaning of life. When trying to define mine, I won't pretend it's cool. Was wet behind the ears, so I had to jump in this pool. Graduate and finish school. Niggas was mad that I owned a diploma. They was just sleeping. They should have slept till they domes in a coma. I'm that big shorty who ran through the land. A big forty with a boot of man made blue a grand. But K forty that ain't rich and all the hell. I wasn't born with a silver spoon, just a wooden one up on my kitchen wall. Now I rock shows from Cali Grove down to Wichita, feeling like I grew ten feet, a couple inches tall. Just thinking back, what was the doubt about my view, Sunny? Now it's 
seems too funny Cause even new money gets counted out Nobody believed Only ones was J-Barber, J-B group Money investments every day be cool You thought I fell It ain't hard to tell Tell Check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. Closer to you, talking interactions that lead us to wetting pictures. Let me slow down, stop feeding you bull. This show with the player, I'm on my uncautious. Be my sexy lady, better yet, be my other half. We went to school together years later, you still bad. Wonder what's the right word to open up to you with. Too old for games, I'm just coming with truthfulness. Let's catch up. Have you had any kisses then? Keep your left hand, still feel no relationship. Staring at her body, all my thoughts need censorship. It's gonna take time, time is money, I'm spending it. Yeah, I love women, find them hard to trust though. Figures till they get like the MC Gusto. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. DJ Fusion. Too quick, then I might not call back. Some shorties be hating, saying that you ain't all that. But you my everything, so I tell them to fall back. I don't really listen, cause they want your position. I made a decision, I want you cause you different. You always support what I do. Never mad when I go and chill with my crew. Yeah, that's my boo. Shorty wish she had a king, now that wish came true. And she know she rolling with a winner. I feel so good when I'm with her. When I'm hungry, I already know she cooking dinner. Said she love my lips, she wet when I kiss her. Took a trip to the doctor just to make sure when we finally have sex that I can go raw. My pops got grandchildren and what am I more? My mom's only got one, I'm about to make it four. Thinking. 
she can be the one. No, I'm majorly mistaken. Valuing my time while it's wasting. Certain uncertainties I wanna do away with. Remember school days when we were only playing. One about the friend zone, don't know how to say it. Whole lot of promises created just to break them. So I saw her face and realized she couldn't take them. Now we on the hand, so deliberate and blatant. Didn't really mean it, but it's easy just to say it. First it was jaded, now we clearly separated. Pain turned to premium, we was used to basic. Call it unfortunate would be an understatement. So I ran into her and I asked her to explain it. Asked her why she ever felt the need to leave me hanging. She said that's your own medicine. Wanted you to taste it. Listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion.
Some tell the girl to use a give it up. Some tell the girl to use. Tell the girl to use. Some tell the girl to use to big it up. Some tell the girl to use to give it up. Some tell the girl to use to leave it up. Some tell them. Some tell them. Some tell them. Some tell them. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects. That's right, the jump off. Your hottest daily five-minute dose of entertainment and college news brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And remember, follow us. That's Twitter.com front slash Black University Radio or Facebook.com front slash Black University Radio. On today's show, we'll give President Barack Obama a midterm quiz. With the election coming up in just about 16 months, that's about a year and a half, we'll grade his progress. And the author of the New York Times bestseller, Raised by the Mistress, Miss Jamila B. Creekmore, is in the HBU studios today. And she speaks on her personal story and the concept of her new book. And the 15th annual Black Writers on Tour conference has hit the road. And we'll tell you all about it and when it will come to a city near you. All that right here next. Don't you move on Direct Effect. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But sometimes they can be very tough to say especially when your son or daughter wants to talk to you about joining the U.S. Army. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words, but if you find the strength to say them to your son or daughter, you'll hear the opportunity to create a future that's stronger than you ever imagined, a future full of advanced training in over 150 careers, along with the discipline and leadership skills they need to succeed in any situation. Add tuition assistance and up to $40,000 in enlistment bonuses, and soon you'll realize the U.S. Army is a viable option. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But if you say them to your son or daughter when they want to talk about joining the U.S. Army, you'll hear the thought put into their decision. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You make them strong. We'll make them Army strong. Paid for by the U.S. Army. We caught up with the author of the racy new book, Raised by the Mistress, Miss Jamila B. Creekmore, and she breaks down her personal story of growing up as a child of divorced parents. Now, here's Jamila B. Creekmore in what some would call TMI. It was my way of sort of dealing with, um, you know, 20 years of frustration that I had growing up. Um, it was definitely, you know, my way of kind of bringing my own closure to these feelings that I had held on to for so long. Um, and then the other point was that, you know, in today's society, you hear all these different sensationalized versions of what being a mistress is, all these different, like, crazy scenarios, which you never hear of common families like myself that really do struggle with infidelity. And for me, um, I grew up watching it, and it had a profound impact on me. So I wanted to share, you know, how, um, you know, what the cost of infidelity really is on families and how it impacts children. That's Jamila B. Creekmore, author of the hot new bestseller, Raised by the Mistress. And she's back with us one more day. Thanks for your time. President Barack Obama has taken a lot of flack from the country, Republicans in particular, for his failure to create jobs and get millions of unemployed Americans back to work. To hear his critics tell it, the president has done little to nothing in the way of job creation. However, recent statistics from the U.S. Department of Labor paint a much different picture. One that shows the president has kept his word and that slowly but surely, Americans are finding jobs. More than 200,000 jobs were created in February and March 2011, the most jobs created during a two-month period since 2006. Big cities which need jobs the most are faring very well. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, more than 75% of America's 372 cities reported lower unemployment rates in February 2011. Among those cities that saw the biggest drop in unemployment claims are Los Angeles, New York, and Miami. 
This is very good news for African Americans who primarily live in larger cities and struggle to find work more than other ethnic groups during economic recessions. Continued job growth, no matter how slowly it happens, is a sign that our economy is indeed rebounding. President Obama will launch his bid for re-election, and he is in for what will arguably be one of the hardest fought campaigns in American history. Go vote in 2012. Dr. Rosie Milligan launches her 15th annual Black Writers on Tour National Conference. The powerful one-day event features more than 300 black authors, agents, and publishers gathering for a powerful one-day event of networking and seminars. The publishing industry has changed. The internet, social media, e-books, and print-on-demand have taken the publishing industry in a completely new direction. The days are gone forever for aspiring writers to have to beg to wait to have their work published, and now major publishers are shaking in their boots. The conference has been designed to provide writers and aspiring writers with the practical information they need to be successful in the literary industry. This year's theme is Literacy is Everybody's Business, Who Will Tell Your Story? There will be local authors and authors from across the country participating. The events are expected to draw five to 6,000 in attendance, and this year's highlight, Children Writers. The youngest author last year was seven years old. Writers' workshops will be held all day and will cover a variety of topics. Authors wishing to gain exposure, attract new readers, or sell books, visit blackwritersontour.com or contact 323-750-3592. Hey, are you tired of those same old energy drinks with bad taste? Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale, lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale, lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products. For more information on Pitbull energy drinks, bars, and mixes, visit their website at hiphopbev.com. That's hiphopbev.com. Online orders available at hiphopbev.com. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Again, I just want to thank all the campuses that are airing the show. Howard Jew, what's going on? Morgan State, what's going on out there? And make sure we look out for Mississippi and all the floods going on in the South. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and I'm gone. You're listening to Direct Effects, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fusebox Radio.
Yo, you're checking out Fusebox Radio with John Judah. And this is yours truly, Big Guru, the icon.
girl Tamil, and I'm hanging out with Fusebox Radio and BlackRadiosBack.com.
beat the best, y'all. Always trying to beat the rest, y'all. Always trying to beat the best, y'all. Always trying to beat the rest, y'all. Always trying to beat the best, y'all. Only trying to beat the rest, y'all. Always trying to beat the best, y'all. Only trying to beat the rest, y'all.
ロモンにおしろおしろというのがちちちちちちちちち以来のひよっこがどう一人前になった
listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
Radio.
here on the Fusebox Radio.
You are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah. I'm a million miles away And I can 
same time, I'm right here in your picture frame.
Time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.